wish I had that recorded. Oh. Uh, we weren't but, recording. I'm sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. Eric, Your well comedy muzzle going over the penis joke is just not going to stay on the podcast. Are you afraid mm-hmm. of nukes? Am I afraid of nukes? Yeah. I think uh, I, I have like a rational fear of nukes. Like I, I own a car and I own guns and like I'm I'm afraid of those things. Any of that nuclear? Yeah, he's got don't, a nuclear. Don't, don't, he'd say, don't say that word. Don't put it on the podcast is what he's saying. Nuclear. Don't, yeah. Nuclear. That's what I said. New. Nuclear. Clear. Yeah. Two syllables. That's what I said. K. <laughs> could we have nuclear cars? Is that a thing? Yeah. yeah. We could. It's just a dumb idea right now. I mean, it's a dumb idea in general. Do you trust the average person with a tiny nuclear with a tiny reactor? nuclear well, reactor? A tiny nuclear reactor isn't the same thing as a tiny nuclear bomb. It's true, yeah, I mean, but it, it can quickly is. it can quickly turn into one. <laughs> from what I understand, is, yeah. yeah, very imagine... easily. Just let's just give any person the ability to become the greatest domestic terrorist. That's basically why we wouldn't do it. If we could like miniaturize the technology, you can't trust the average person. Every you... time a car crashes, that just a nuke goes off. You're just sitting at work, looking out the window, just a mushroom cloud. You're like. Damn, another pileup on the highway. God damn, this Jersey Pike. <laughs> I mean, think about that. Just in this town, there's like a car accident every day. Oh, somewhere. welcome to Anything Cast, by the way. I'm Patrick. I'm Eric. I'm Will. And I have Say the Intro written on the board, so we don't forget to do it anymore. Oh, right, right. Yes. Yeah. So I haven't looked at the intro in months. Yeah. I mean, I haven't looked at the intro in months. I've never either. looked at the intro. It's uh, it's you know, ethereal. I look at True. it all the time. You cannot. It exists via sound waves. So. I, I no. look at it all the time. I'm the only one that really looks at it all the time. I look at the sound waves of us doing the you intro. You can see it. Oh, yeah. It's easy to see. You, you see open sound up waves? Your eyes. This is Will talking about how much DMT he does. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's just can, seeing like little like waves come out of our mouths as we speak right now. I like the I like the nukes question though. Are you scared of nukes? I mean, it's pragmatic a, to be scared. It's reasonable of nukes. to be scared of nukes, but I'm not like paranoid about them. I guess. Well, you know, did I'm, you uh, did you hear that Russia has uh, space nukes? Yeah, space nukes. Well, okay. That, also, yeah. in addition to that, they also said that if the war in Ukraine goes badly, they're going to unleash their entire arsenal on London. Why Specifically, on London? Why London. Yeah, on London. I have no clue. Uh, realistically, okay. I think that nukes aren't exactly that terrifying for the sole purpose of the mutual destruction thing. Well, what's cool yeah, about um, st- something I learned is like people are like, "Oh, Russia's getting satellite nukes," but and like the the more probable thing is that they're going to use them to destroy other satellites. Yes, and we've had mm-hmm. the ability to do that for since, since the eighties, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it's not In like a new multiple thing. ways. This is yeah. just their newest thing that does that this like, is their catching sure up to us 30 able, years ago still yeah, i'm sure they've been able to do it on some level since then i don't know they have they've had rockets that could do it <laughs> the, well the I, weirdest... don't, I don't know like like with the fucking performance of their army do you think they've had the capability like i'm sure well, they've had the knowledge to do it here's the thing about but like, that, like the question of do they have the knowledge is completely different of do they have the capability well here's the thing about military intelligence in general especially when it comes to new tech and the like uh, what you're hearing about now was developed 25 years ago. Like I said, we're hearing them catch like, up to what we did 30 years ago. Right. So what do they actually have? Them? What we had 30 years ago. No, he's so saying you think, like, you think that no. the military, you think that the Secretary of Defense is being realistic and he's not just taking the United States public for a ride? 
You think, think he's giving us the exact specs of their most powerful no, weapons? No, and no, he's no, of not course keeping, not. I think I think know. Russia is showing that they have the capacity. Not, like I'm not sure. questioning that Russia. Like, does a Russian scientist understand like what a U.S. scientist understands? Yeah, probably. Right? I'm not debating that. Of course not. The Russians are stupid. They, they, <laughs> well, there's well, not a single Russian. They, they, they are. They are. They, they've been having a big brain drain. So I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they had secondary. <laughs> they've got. They've got a giant slingshot. Uh, and then and that's, with like a that's fucking true. They've had. A, they've it. had a huge brain drain since the Ukraine war. Um, but the the biggest thing is that uh, what I think there is happening is that they're showing their their capacity, like mm-hmm. like like they're trying to wag their dick around a little bit right now. Right, but what what's happening is we're like your capacity is uh, is our capacity thirty years back. <laughs> the behold, comrade, anti satellite technology is just like a catapult with a rock. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> like we're just like we could do it for via boat, laser, or just a regular <laughs> missile. What do you want? It's um. Yeah, like- it- I, I was something that I was I noticed during the because I watched that uh, Vladimir Putin Tucker Carlson interview. I watched the whole thing because uh, most of it wasn't Tucker Carlson talking, so I could actually like just enjoy it for the most part. Wait, can Putin speak English or was no. he? Okay, was, I he, didn't think he. I he, he might be able to speak some, but I didn't imagine he would lower himself by speaking the mongrel languages <laughs> of his enemies. Uh, there is a translator the whole thing and the uh, the translator did like an excellent job pretty much the entire world over is like that that guy did an excellent job translating like tone Mm -hmm. like the ideas to English and um, what I get what I gathered from it was a lot of like Putin was saying like yeah we realize that Russia is the third strongest superpower and being the third strongest superpower is a lot like being the youngest brother and you have to like flex harder than anybody else on the uh, like all, all harder than your other brothers oh, so they, they don't recognize that it was us in china at the top yeah absolutely yeah i mean yeah. he was he definitely recognized that it was china and he was like yeah china's at the top the united states used to be and china is now mm. and uh, i think the united states is uh crumbling to the fucking ground and but they're still he above us that. so he, mm. he would say that i mean mm. it's interesting that he would have the humility to put it russia u.s china I that's like, really gonna be like more of how you looked at like are do we have a lot of social problems? Yes. Is our military crumbling? Hell no. He meant economically mostly. Economically? Yeah. He was nah, like he was like the value the, of the dollar. Now nah, we're like, on the upswing mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, but the Chinese are doing better than us economically, in his opinion. Nah, their economy's in, in shambles right now. They're they're going into a recession. Are they? Yeah. I honestly don't know enough. I I actively either. all I know is I, that inflation. I, I want to say I bitch. actively listen to Ecomist and like a lot of geopolitical shit. And from everything I've listened to, uh, the China's economy is going to shambles right now, specifically because their real estate market has completely blown up. Ours is hmm. probably about to do that too. To be honest, it, that depends on a lot of factors. We're in an upswing, unless we don't like, unless politicians keep fucking around with the budget and stuff. Uh, yeah, basically we're in an upswing unless uh they don't pass a budget and then we might go into recession. Both Britain and Japan's <sighs> gone into recession. How much of our taxes, like all together, like out of the hundred percent of taxes the United States pay, how, how much of it goes to the military? Uh, like eighty trillion. No, I mean like, like percentage that. wise. Like, what is it? What's the number? I feel like I remember hearing something about Reagan saying that it was like as high as like 
35% during World War II and it dropped down to like 16% and he was like, we gotta get them numbers back up, boys. 16% or of all taxes I pay go to the military? God damn. Yeah, I think he, and I think he... At su- least. In case you forgot, succeeded in changing a lot of the financial uh, stuff going on. And the war on drugs. Yeah. Another great success for the United States. Yeah, he, he loved him some wars. <laughs> Existential and otherwise. He let his wife, whenever he made decisions, he let his wife do a tarot reading, and that's how he determined whether it was a good decision or not. Do you know that she was famously good at blowjobs? That's like, yes. <laughs> that's like a real thing. Nancy Reagan was the blowjob queen of Washington. I think you've said that before. I don't. Why is that like a well-known fact? Why is everybody like she gave a great she, head? Apparently, she gave monstrous. Yeah, head. it must have been the best head in the world. <laughs> imagine, imagine Enough Reagan just passing off his wife. Miss and being Reagan, like, the goat of head. <laughs> well, Swear to God, sometimes you would we'll be send Nancy over there. How fast do you think she'll she calm can make the boys a, down? How fast you, she, do you think she can get a politician to come? <laughs> Like six seconds, I just like a minute <laughs> and six <laughs> seconds. <laughs> he, they'd be like, he'd be speaking like before Congress, and like somebody would uh, be sitting there being like, President Reagan, like clearly this is an, a terrible idea, blah, blah, blah. And you see him, they go, Shikam Nancy. <laughs> and then, like, you know, you see Nancy like crawl under the things and like go over there. And it's just like, the economic plan, Mr. Oh. President. I. I Oh, wonderful idea! They're all—they're all like eighty. All of them. Oh, it's the best! (laughs) (laughs) I I imagine Nancy crawling (laughs) under there like a geriatric Nancy on all fours. I I imagine it looks like like a a geriatric. No, no, it's a geriatric Nancy, but she's like crawling around like a demon on the side of a fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Like from an Exorcist movie, like crawling like sideways. Along the walls, like like bug like under like the tables, like nightcrawler. Yeah, so they can't see. So none of the other politicians notice her. He just like she just like sneaks under the table. I just just imagine you see them bump up like it's a bug's life at Disney World. Like like she's under their seats and they're like just popping up. (laughs) She goes under the carpet. (laughs) Just raises everybody. (laughs) God damn, Nancy Reagan. Epic woman. Epic yes. woman. Goat of head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Enemy of uh, <laughs> people who like to relax. Is yeah. she still alive or is she dead? Nancy? Yeah. I don't know. Let's look I her up. I think she's dead. Nancy Reagan was an American film actress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she was an actress too. She was. She died at 94. You think she was blowing Damn. dudes all the way into 94? I hope so. God, oh, I hope so. I bet she gave the no denture adventure. <laughs> <laughs> With skills like that, you wouldn't want to ever stop. I mean, yeah, if you why? were known as the person who gives the best head in the world, you'd be like, well, do you th- do you think- it's like my cooter dried up <laughs> like, you know, it, like 18 years ago, but I can still produce saliva. Bitch, slide that thing in there. Do you think, do you think yep. at some point she just, just offered it out of, you know, and was like, I was known as the goat of head. You want to find out? She's in the, uh, she's in the fucking nursing home. And her nurse comes in is like, can I get you anything else, Mrs. Reagan? You Here's a question. Knowing the entire legend, what would the three of us do? Yeah, would you do it? Well, would if you? you knew for a fact that she was the <laughs> blowjob queen, and let's uh, just make this clear, Reagan's already dead, and you're a single man at this point. Mm. So morally speaking, 
Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's see that. Let's see oh, that, that, that ninety-year-old woman let's just see that slob skill. on that knob. She's like ninety-two let's, at this point. Let's see mm-hmm. that skill in action. <laughs> God, let's see I if don't. She still he got said, it. I have <laughs> respect for the raw skill. <laughs> Like, She's doing coke and I MDMA. Just have to know. <laughs> She's like, hold on, just like stretches your pants out and like puts a powder thing and just like snorts coke off your dick real quick. Just like, just like, God damn woman, you have a way of going about this, don't you? Like I've been doing it the same way for fifty years, bitch. <laughs> How do you think that I got the president of the United States? Find a, find a sexy picture of uh, sexy <laughs> picture. There you go. There's a sexy picture of Nancy oh, yeah, Reagan. She, she's got that fifties swag. Yeah, yeah. swag. Now imagine her just wrapped around her cock. <laughs> She's one yep. of those ones that holds your buttocks from behind. Wraps her hands around, just grabs you and throws your dick into their mouth. Oh, there's no way she doesn't have a pinky in the stinky. <laughs> <laughs> God, look we- at Reagan. He was so attractive. Oh, Reagan was a very handsome fellow. Look at that. I mean, he got he's ugly a, as an old man. He's a Hollywood boy. Yeah. Yeah, he got ugly as shit going forward. Then again, I mean, that's common knowledge being the president kind of undoes you in general you know <laughs> yeah like there's that picture that, that it ruins you yeah that famous picture of obama before and after presidency and he just yeah. looks so dead she kept the same haircut throughout her entire life mm-hmm. you're you're just jealous because you couldn't fucking sum up the willpower well, to i mean do that. she was pulling like in that black and white photo <laughs> yeah. there like you can see she's like totally pulling it off yeah like I mean, whereas yeah, she's, she's cute like, she's got, like she, a boy she looks haircut. great like you know then this this and is what she looked like with her fucking hands wrapped around you, grabbing your ass and putting a <laughs> pinky in you. Patrick, put up the picture of Nancy Reagan at 94. Now imagine she that. Is, uh, she pops her dentures out. She says, get over here, I don't sonny. know, man. Look, look at those lips, though. I mean, yeah. I mean, I get it. She's got some like DSLs. for 94, she's still got them dick-sucking lips. So, Eric, you like, still haven't answered. What was? What's your answer? You letting Nancy Reagan suck you off? Uh, again, uh, yeah. Ethically speaking and whatnot, if I'm single and... We're assuming Mr. Reagan has already passed as well. <laughs> you know, I, I'd, I'd put my job as an orderly on the line to I figure love... out if the dick sucking queen was, uh, you know. That's your career, I Eric. See the cr- your I career. Want, yeah, but I want to see the crowd. Patrick, Reagan is offering you $30,000 to be in the corner. Nancy or, or no, Mr. Mr. Reagan? <laughs> <laughs> on, on top of you get the throat goat. Uh, but, Reagan, <laughs> but, but Reagan has to watch. He's a cuck. Yeah, he's he wants to yeah, watch. Yeah. Okay. I love watching Nancy give it to the other men all rowdy style. Well, the good news is you get like the you know the eighty-seven year old Nancy Reagan. The bad news is I don't think she looks much different. But bonus thirty thousand dollars. Ah, thirty thousand. So what yeah, do I have 30, to do? Thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, just gotta get just a blowjob. Job. Yeah, but Reagan has to sit there and yeah, watch. Reagan the has to get off. God, is Reagan he, has to get off. He has to get off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is he doing over there? <laughs> He's, He's on, talking dude. the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, yes, that's, yes. that's it. Get him. Get Give him it good, to Nancy. Check. Give it to him. <laughs> <laughs> you remind me of one of those Russian boys. Come <laughs> Wait, is he is he into me or is he into her? <laughs> that that kind of changes my answer he, he here. He, he, that he, you're he, a was, communist. he was a Republican from Hollywood. He's playing that I'm in Congress. No, that you're a communist. Oh, I thought you said that I'm in Congress. That'd be funny too, but I don't know any congressmen <laughs> yeah, at the he time. Wants, he wants Nancy to suck your dick while he fucks you in the ass. Joe Biden was a congressman at the time, right? 
I don't know. Was he? <laughs> I think so. Joe yeah. Biden was a up, congressman was sometime starting in about uh, uh, the seventies. Yeah, the seventeen yeah. uh, eighty nine. Seventeen. I want to say. <laughs> yeah. 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 From his age, that's that's right. I, I think he was, I think he was, about, right. he was about forty then. I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you? Uh, Trump was you, just a little baby. How do you he feel about those arms. um uh those theories that like some people are just vampires? Like the Count of Reeves is a vampire meme I mean, do you think those are do you think those are like fun plausible ideas uh do you wish that that was true i guess is what i'm fun, saying sure but plausible absolutely not absolutely not but i mean no. what do you think that it's a fun idea that sure, they're just fun idea. random dudes who like are immortal? That, that nick cage picture from like 200 years ago exactly so yeah, yeah like you know what i'm talking about it, it's fun for sure uh, like i can't i can't say it's not what about you yeah. will I don't know what we're talking about, but you, did anything from the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum ever, like, fool you? Fool me? Yeah. As in... Like, she thought it was real? Wait, was that the thing with Ripley's Believe I thought Ripley's Believe It or Not was all of it is real, and you're not supposed to... Be, you're supposed to <laughs> no, be like... none of it's real, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about? Ripley's Believe It or Not yeah. is... It's all, it's all like, stuff where you're like, oh, yeah, this but they is got unbelievable. Like, they, they got, like, mermaids there, but that's not... Like, Do they? N- yeah. I've yeah, been to the Ripley's Believe the, It or Not Museum. Yeah, hoaxes, I have though. too, but yeah, they're not real. Like, some stuff in Ripley's Believe It or Not. I don't know about the museum, but I know, like, the show or whatever, there was a whole thing where it was just like, we're going to tell you this crazy story, and then, like, we'll tell you whether or not it was true. Oh, and oh, of course, so it was like, it was um, true, because otherwise, it was the same thing as the show Fact or Fiction. Yeah, Fact or Fiction. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking of. Fact or Fiction was, like, one of my, that's one of my favorite so shows. Or Fiction. Or was it Fiction? Who was that guy? It was a guy from Star Trek. Yeah, he played uh, Riker. Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know his name. Why is he so attractive? Like He has that bear energy. He does. He's got that real bear energy. He looks like Mm -hmm. Barry Kramer from Game Grumps. Pretty sure Riker is bi in the show. Is he? All I know is he sits weird. I think he's bi. Mm Mm-hmm. I know he jacks off in the holodeck. A Trekkie will correct us. Yeah, fucking... Get in the fucking comments, Trekkie. Get yeah. where you fucking belong. Answer the fucking question. Mansion and Klingon. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah, any roaming Trekkie who happens to come across, please, uh, yes, not only answer the question, but answer it in Klingon just to make sure you give us a Star Trek-themed fuck you so that not, none of us here can read it. I never... I I, rem- <laughs> I went to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Florida, and all I remember is they had an actual mummy there, which I thought was fucking weird. And it was in the sarcophagus still, and they like wouldn't let you fucking see it. They were just like, "Yeah, it's in there. Trust us." <laughs> and then there was a picture of like a real, like the world's tallest man, and like to scale of how tall he was. I don't think Egypt would let Ripley's. I know, and now that I'm thinking about it, and you're like, you're like, did any of it fool you? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, if that stuff was fake <laughs> the whole time, then yeah, I guess it did. That that on that same trip, I went to the Museum of Death. Have either of you guys ever been there? No. I think it's in Florida too, but the Museum of Death is like you go in there and they talk about like all the ways people can die and like all this guy. It's all this stuff I've related heard, to I've, death. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my dad takes my ass in there. I'm like 10. I might have heard of this from you even. Yeah, maybe. And then at the end of the museum, they've got this dead flayed guy like in the last room, like before you leave and go into the fucking gift shop, right? Because the Museum of Death has to have a gift shop. But, <laughs> of course. Uh, there's this podium that's like the size of this table. It's just <laughs> rotating and spinning. And it's just this flayed man like posed and like moving and rotating in a circle. And uh, 
Ten-year-old me did not like that one bit. The <laughs> I, the seeing some guy flayed and like knowing he's actually dead mm-hmm. and him being moving just was too much for mm. ten-year-old. I just started screaming and ran away. <laughs> I I well I think I fell over first. I fell over and then I like because oh, wow. I saw it because I. I didn't know what the fuck it was at first. I just, my brain registered dead and moving and my brain didn't know what to do. Fell over, screamed, and then scrambled to my feet and ran away. Can I make a hmm. comment? Sure. I think in every story, like where you get traumatized as a child, you always scream and fall over and then <laughs> run away. He was a very I, dramatic child. It's a, it's just. It's Is there every, another one you've got in mind? I'm trying to think of like, <laughs> like stories that I got traumatized as a I, child. I don't keep up with all your childhood trauma stories, but all of them that come to mind. Yeah, that, that time that seven like, foot tall. Enough to where I'm like, this always raped happens. you and you, you <laughs> screamed and you fell down and. And then yeah. he raped you yeah, because I was gonna you say, didn't he had his way with enough. me afterwards. Yeah. The only other time I can think of where I, I think I screamed and fell down was when my dad threw a, a tear gas grenade at me. <laughs> and I, I remember it hit me and I, ca- I caught it and I, it hit me and I fell over. And then it sprayed all over me and I screamed and I, I scrambled to my feet and I ran away. <laughs> he threw an active tear gas grenade at you. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he said, hey, Patrick, catch. He popped the tear gas grenade and was like, "Hi, hey Patrick, catch!" and threw a tear gas grenade at me. In the house, uh, uh, we were out in the shed right behind the house. Yes. Ah, okay, because that was a bold move. That's it was. <laughs> it was a bold ass dude. Trust me, the backyard smelled like tear gas for weeks. Like that shit gets into everything. My first reaction, What's of course, was to, to go in. My my first reaction, of course, was to go into the house and then try to wash the tear gas off of me in the sink, which. I, I don't know if you've ever tried that, but that's the opposite of what you're supposed to do. All that does is smear it into new places. What are you supposed to do? Just sit and fucking wait. It's sit and sit and stew in the pain. That is all you can do. You get yourself wet, it just makes it worse. Dab it with mm, paper towels, maybe some milk. Maybe, mm. maybe some milk. I don't know. I If I, I had had milk. some milk. My mother was like so fucking livid, of course. She was like, what the fuck did you do? You tear gassed our son. Yeah. How do you get a tear gas grenade? Uh, Army surplus, I think. Motherfucker. (laughs) I've never seen a a live tear gas grenade. I have no idea. I don't go to Army surplus. Knowing my father, he probably talked to the guy at the Army surplus. I was like, yep, I was in the Marines for 10 years. Y'all got any tear gas grenades? I want to show my son what tear gassing is like. I more murdered. I murdered some people. Give me some tear gas grenades. <laughs> yeah, you're the third one wow. this week coming in here talking about how many men he murdered. Yeah, we we keep a certain stock for tear gas grenades <laughs> for fellers like you. Hold on one minute, I got them in the back. You're a certain brand of marine that I like. I wonder you need, how many. Do you need uh, any of the uh, the white phosphorus or the <laughs> fragmentation or high explosive grenades either? Yeah, we got uh, IEDs, fifty cal, tear gas grenades. I mean, whatever you need, honestly. We keep all of it in the back. We just don't sell it to the public unless you're a veteran. And, and don't worry, I, I'm not being facetious. We don't sell bomb-making materials. We have pre-made IEDs that you can set up on the roadway. It comes with a burner phone. With the burner phone trigger. Did you guys ever um? Did you guys ever make homemade explosives when you were a teenager? No. No. Really? Is that a, an only me thing? What? 
I'm I'm kind of surprised I we're in Mississippi. Out, like fireworks into other fireworks to see what would happen, but yeah. uh, nothing much ever came of. I I might my dad nah, had dude. so much gunpowder around. I just made a bunch of explosives. Nah, I was much yeah. too uh, helicopter parented to get away with that. I to be honest, I have no idea how I got away with it. <laughs> I mean, I made pipe bombs though. That was my thing back when the internet was like new, and there was that anarchist cookbook thing. Yeah. yeah. I got the anarchist cookbook with my neighbor, but he got it. And then he printed it off the dumb fucking piece of shit, Mm -hmm. printed it off and then kept it under his bed. And then we started making stuff out of the anarchist cookbook. And uh, one of them was pipe bombs. How do you make pipe bombs? Fucking lots of gunpowder. (laughs) (laughs) Big surprise. PVC gunpowder and, uh, and a fucking wick, basically. It's uh, it's not the now, hardest thing. That did you Molotov. just screw with like basically like dynamite sticks, or did you actually make? It's um, basically dynamite sticks. I, I don't remember made, like specifics. a nail bomb or anything like that. I think we made one nail bomb, but I think that was like the only time we ever because like it just made a mess basically. And then we were like, okay, yeah, what are we gonna dangerous. do? Yeah, yeah. Then we were like, okay, what are we gonna do? There's nails everywhere. Are we gonna <laughs> clean up all the nails? Somebody's gonna notice the nails. Of course, nobody ever noticed the nails because my my neighbor's parents were the most neglectful fucking parents in the world. What did they think you guys were doing while you were setting off bombs? A good fucking question. I wonder if they like weren't there. I I, I don't know. I would hope so. <sighs> I mean, his dad was morbidly obese. Like the, he was like sitting my six hundred pound life level of huge, and his mother worked, so we could get away with basically anything because his dad wouldn't fucking get off his fat ass and come check and see what we were doing. He'd just scream at him. Like I shoot guns on my property sometimes, just in between tasks, just to you know have fun, have a good time, you know, blow off some steam. What are you pointing at, Will? Um, I mean, yeah, I. I I just couldn't hear Eric, so I was wondering if he was... Oh. You can't hear Eric. No, I just but, curious um, if he's picking up. Yeah, I can I can hear him. Okay. Anyway, uh, you know, but I'll usually, like, text the people do- the rest of the way down the driveway. You know, just be like... Yeah, be like, hey, hey. Yeah, you know, there's, there's gunshots gonna happen down here. You know, even... Fair. If, yeah, you know, so that they don't think anything weird's going on. I mean, I think that from the rest of the neighborhood's perspective, they probably just thought we were using fireworks. I don't know. I mean, they're not that much louder than like your average, like really loud ass firework. Mm. Uh, I mean, they just explode. And I just used <laughs> um, I used the gunpowder from shotgun shells. And uh, oh, you you just took apart shotgun shells for the most part. Yeah. OK, that makes sense. Those would be the easiest ones to take I apart. Say, they're they're plastic. Plastic. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. cut them with a knife, drained the gunpowder out of it and put it in fucking PVC. <laughs> Uh, we made a Molotov too, but the Molotov didn't work the right way because we used alcohol instead of gasoline. Ah, so yeah. we were just stupid. But I mean, we were yeah. like twelve, probably right. for the best. Probably for the best, honestly. Yeah. The uh, the yeah. only thing I ever made that where it was like, oh, I broke the fucking law was like I blew up my ex girlfriend's mailbox one time. <laughs> and I think I've told that story before, but we didn't use gunpowder for that. Yeah, who else would blow up mailboxes for fun? Nancy Reagan. Uncle Ted. <laughs> Who the fuck is Uncle Ted? Ted Kaczynski? Ted Ka- Oh, Ted Uncle Kaczynski. Ted. A fucking forest-dwelling fucking loser. <laughs> the industrial, the industrial revolution Child and its murdering sociopath who does not deserve our time or thoughts. <laughs> you don't like Ted Kaczynski? Obviously, he thinks Ted... Mm. Judge Eric would 
Judge Eric would put fucking Ted Ted down. He'd put his ass down. Yeah, he would. No, no need. He sent bombs to random places with random fucking civilians there. Yeah. And the only reason everyone likes him is because he fucking failed to properly murder people most of the time. And every time he failed to murder people, he got pissed off and kept trying to build a better bomb so that he could murder more people. So don't like mistake all of those like things it's just like oh what a great warning no he wanted random people to die every time is he the like <laughs> is uh i, I literally He's know nothing i literally nothing about the unabomber is he the one that put bombs in teddy bears or is that just cowboy bebop no he put bombs in mailboxes at random politician houses and sometimes really? they would make it to the people in question most of the times they, they didn't. wouldn't they mail them in the U.S. Postal Service? Yes. yes. He's yes, part he of the reason the U.S. Postal had to change the way they did things. Yeah, you ever wonder why they check things like that yeah, nowadays? Yeah, check for bombs and, and drugs and I, all I assume that. Th- these days, I assume they always check no. for bombs. No. What? No. They just it never occurred people to them somebody might send a bomb? mail no, bombs to each other very until often. Ted Kwasinski started. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, with the hindsight is twenty twenty. But yeah, like, unless you were like a mobster in New York, I guess it wasn't like a widespread. Like people weren't bombing. You know, it wasn't an issue. It wasn't a goddamn issue until the politicians got started getting blown up. You know what? You're until right. That's what bo- it is. Until the kids, the boomers uh, raised, started growing up. Uh, you know, the world seemed like a pretty nice place. I was mm. thinking about the '90s. Except again. for all the serial killers. That's one thing that uh, <laughs> if if you were growing up in like. 60s, 70s type, you know, type, uh, type era. You had a lot of serial killers just happening at that time. Yeah. No, you had a fistful of famous ones. There's probably way more now. Okay. Where, There's actually not. Where in the news are they? No, I mean, they're not because like, they're if not it bleeds, in it leads, the news. Eric. Well, our mm-hmm. for, our forensics are so much better now that we like. There's not really serial killers like a bygone concept now. It's actually yeah, a pretty if it bleeds, studied it leads, thing. Eric, if it, if there well, were they serial kill killers, like five or six people and then it's done. No, yeah. there were serial killers around that were like crazy, like uh, Ted Just Bundy. Didn't get caught for a long time. Uh, fucking when did uh when did you're talking about the guys that like basically predated forensic like testing and like yeah no, we had they had. Definitely had DNA with Ted Bundy, right? I, I don't think so. No, I mean I know they caught DNA, him. On DNA like a stuff was thing, like DNA stuff was like the eighties. And like, when, when was DNA invented? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, God, God created yeah. the heavens and the earth. Where's the and Bible? Anybody got the Bible? Days, I, it took six asked, days. Uh, <laughs> he asked, uh, like, what is it uh, John Crick and what is the other? What's the other guy who uh, discovered the DNA double helix thing? It was John Crick and something else? 1986. That's when oh, God wow. created DNA. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Which one the, of the who days are the guys of- who did it? Because now I want to know, because I, I feel like one of them's name was something Crick or something like that. I have no fucking clue. There were like Let two guys. Of course, uh, it'd be it fucking out. England. Of course, it'd be fucking England. They don't give a shit about people's rights. <laughs> uh, I don't fucking shit. Is it even going to say? 
<laughs> Gerald Parker, then a California prison on a parole violation stemming the raping no, a child. No, no, that's that's no, that's it. some law stuff. I don't know. It ain't it ain't fucking on here, man. What do you want from All right, me? In the comments, Colin okay. Pitchfork, the, the guys who figured that guy, out the double that guy, thing. Colin Pitchfork was arrested and convicted of the 1983 rape and murder of Linda <laughs> Mann. All right, 19- Colin Pitchfork. He gets better have used a pitchfork. This sounds yeah. This all sounds fake. A man named Colin Pitchfork ra- raped a woman named Linda Mann. That just sounds like it sounds like the beginning of a copy pasta. It sounds like a Futurama (laughs) episode. He was mad that she was a man. (laughs) And all he had was a pitchfork. When Mm -hmm. all you guys a pitchfork, everything looks like a bale of hay or something. I Mm -hmm. I don't know. How do you when your penis is a pitchfork? (laughs) Everything looks like a bale of hay, too. Eric, did you see that (laughs) video that's going around about the cop? Acorn, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the acorn, acorn cop. cop. Hell yeah, Acorn yeah. cop. Okay, what, what's your favorite part side. about that video? I, I actually haven't seen it yet. It's, what? I mean, uh, uh, like, really at it, all? Have you seen it? You gotta fucking everybody sh- you gotta like show them. Everybody was uh, commenting on it, and I just kind of passed it over. Jesus, Eric, this is the greatest thing to come out of anything. <laughs> yeah, ever anything. It's the best thing in the world, Eric. How can you? How ever, can you not? Ever since watch Betty White. One watching of a corn cop later. So yeah, he uh he just mag dumps into his own car at the handcuffed <laughs> suspect in the back of his own car. Yeah, so like apparently what happened, and this is what I heard, is uh they were at the house because the guy had been harassing his girl his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh she had shown them a picture of a picture where it looked like he had a gun with a suppressor on it, but the only thing in the fi- in the picture was it looked like a, sur- a cylindrical object that they said looked like a, a suppressor in the report. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Uh, so on the way back to check if uh, to check if um, the guy had a gun on him, like to do a better frisk of him, I guess. Because uh, I uh, an acorn fell and like. You know, hit the top, hit of, the his top car. of his car, <laughs> and uh, he he thought he shot the concealed gun at him. Yeah, with a suppressor. With a suppressor. He thought that the sound of the acorn hitting the car was, was the suppressor pistol. Was yeah. a suppressed pistol. So he freaked the fuck out. Yeah, and unloaded a magazine into the back of his own god, his own squad I think, car. I love the bit where he did goes, a basic pat down. You should have been able to to feel a gun with a suppressor. Yeah, yeah, like like that's. <laughs> And plus, Suppressed he was handcuffed. What, what is he gonna? What is he gonna do? Handcuffed with? His, how is he gonna aim in any significant way with his hand behind his back? The big question for well, everybody I mean, some was people like: People can like loop their hands back over under their ass and flip it back forward. That's that's possible. Sure. I mean, if they're athletic enough, I've seen people do it. This man was actually six hundred pounds. Let's, we just haven't seen. Not, like let's hand. not give him any more credit. Let's not I've give just, this cop any more like credit than he needs. Why not? Because well, he to... freaked the fuck out and doesn't deserve it. Oh, any. he did freak the fuck out, but if we don't, like, you know, take it apart no logically, reason. you know, then, you know, we can be accused of not, uh, you know, looking at it logically. Who cares? <laughs> how are people going to know how to view the police if they don't listen to me and you argue uh, uh. about it, Will? Yeah, no one will know how to understand law enforcement in the United States without you and you, me. That guy's like everything hinges on us. He, and Patrick, 
That guy's obviously a vet, right? Like that guy's obviously yes. like PTSD, actually, just fucking. You no, know, you know what's insane? What he was a special forces officer who never saw combat, but did two tours in, in Afghanistan. So he's just he's just fucking PTSD. He's just fucking brainwashed into thinking he's going to get shot at by whatever he, people yeah. trained him. It freaked the shit out. Pretty much, but like he never saw combat, so like. Does he? He's heard a gun go off. I mean, like, is yeah, that enough for? I've heard a gun go off. No, I mean, like, he's for... go, he's gone. He's heard a. He was he was traumatized by the training, probably, and then he's heard a gun go off during training. But a lot of people have gone through the same training. It doesn't traumatize everybody. Well, he's a weak son of a bitch. Well, what do you want me to say? I want <laughs> I want you to say he doesn't. He's deserve a coward, to be a cop, little pussy, and he should have been arrested, and he wasn't. It, was he not arrested? No. He's on. He's on. He resigned. He's resigned. Yeah. But he never. He never got arrested for it. Mm. I'm glad he resigned. That's probably uh, yeah, a good I sign. Mean, that's something at least. I don't know if after he's been nationally embarrassed and resigned from his post, if it's necessary to Would also you, charge him criminally in you, the court of law. Because like, this happened. Well, what months- happened if I did it? Well, if we put him in like, front of you, uh, Eric, he's oh, yeah, saying if judge, he's judge. No, 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 no. I'm not the judge here. I want you two to be the judge here. Okay. I walk up to somebody's car, ask them a quick question. They're a little, uh, you know, a little ornery with me. And uh, I happen to be concealed carrying, but I'm walking away from the situation, either like back to my car or back to the sidewalk for whatever reason why I walked up to the car in the first place. And as I'm getting 15, 20 feet away, an acorn drops. Wait, are you a cop or not? No, yeah, you're a cop I'm me in this, in this scenario. Okay, you're I'm a civilian. Legal. I'm me. I just right. happen to be concealed carrying Cops are legally. civilians. I want to point that out. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Go ahead. So I'm acorn like drops. legally concealed carrying or whatever. Yeah. And acorn drops and I turn and I completely light up the back of his car. I want to point out the guy. Is it your car in this case or is it his? The other guy's in his car. And okay, I think okay. He shot I want to point me. out that this guy did not get injured. Yeah, somehow he unloaded that whole. He unloaded two magazines well, into I the missed. back of that car. Yeah, let's and he say missed. I missed. That's fine. Let's say you know that same thing happens. Let's say the guy mentioned something about having a gun. Yeah, yeah, beforehand, yeah. and like that's when I walked away, and then I heard the acorn drop, and I turned around, and bang, and bang, bang, up. bang, bang. Yeah, and you just so, you just unload into the back of the car. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I should, you know, I should go free, right? That's uh, that's no, criminal you're, you're negligence ass, at best, yeah, right? Your ass is getting put in, in jail. I mean, oh. you're also you and not a cop, so like you're gonna get charged with discharging a firearm within the city limits, probably. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of things that cops not gonna get. But oh, I like, thought I was being shot at. That's true. Wouldn't that have been legal if I had been being shot? At? How much? How much of the law is dictated by like the the fear for your life in this? Like. If if this happened in Mississippi, he might actually get off scot free because he can just say he feared for his no, life. And I then... think there's a reasonable expectation of like, for example, in the very basics of gun safety that they teach you, uh, one of the, the one one of the things that they teach you is when like to in, make sure you have a target, uh, and like have a clear target. Sure, and you know what's behind it, and you know what's behind it. Like that's sure. one of the very basics. Like gotta know, baby math bullshit okay. so I think the people in that car are shooting a gun at me so yeah, yeah. he knows I, what's know. in the car he's shooting at so the now car I'm shooting he knows at them what's behind because the wall. I think they're gonna they're, they're shooting at me now yeah but at the same time I don't know if mag dumping and then laying down to your side also mag dumping into a street full of people is exactly making a clear target is it 
I mean, he shot the back. I watched the video. He shot the back of the car. He didn't hit the anything he behind the, the guy. car. He was like five feet from the car. He blew up the back of the car. It's, yeah, the yeah, car, he, he, the back of the car exploded. I saw he that. He magged shit. up the shit in there. It didn't seem like he was shooting his rounds off weird. The other guy honestly just got lucky. Yeah, he, he really couldn't actually did. see where the dude's body was because the dude wasn't turned around looking at him or anything. And uh, I so. hope to God the moment he <laughs> realized he was getting shot, I got in the fucking down. floor. I hope so. Yeah, mm. my ass would be like, holy damn. You know, yeah. really what it would come down to is I wouldn't want to do anything to the cop. Really, I would I would sue like the police force. I would sue. The Obviously, city. this is a way hard, bad, bad training. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, either that or just like, uh, either they're making cops so scared that like any little thing sets them off or they're hiring people where any little thing sets them off. Yes. Either, either way, one. it's bad. Are they I, wrong to be that scared in this environment? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think they are. Violent I think that's crime up to is personal. way, way, way down. That's personal opinion cop because cop through the roof. Yeah, cop hate is like Show all the way me, to the top. I think that's largely propaganda. You're an example of it. <laughs> like I, I don't. Like, I don't what are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> Out of like the three of us, you are like the like you are the rhetoric hate, of cop. I hate of cop the hate. system. Yes, but yeah. Like, but look, there's most people are like you now. It's a, like in yeah, but, of Mississippi. but I'm not being violent. No, of course not. But, but like yeah, they so don't they, know that they're cops. Exactly. They have no exactly. Idea. So they, they so their training shouldn't reflect the idea that I'm just going to immediately be a violent person towards them. No. Nope, All of, the like only I, I think talking your microphone, Eric. I think 85 percent of like training for cops, and I I know this because I've listened to several people who've gone through police academy, is training for like scenarios where they're being violenced at, where the vast majority of situations that they're going to be involved in are not violent. I agree with that. the The trick about a cop is being good at de escalation, which okay. none of them are. Some of them are. Some of them are. Very few, okay. but yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Can't keep making these sweeping statements yeah. here. Okay, I can. I some like of them being... are super good at de-escalating. Yeah. Sure. Um, like and uh, Samuel Jackson and the Negotiator. That's uh probably <laughs> yeah, not, dude. Like fictional but... cop. <laughs> My favorite de-escalating like Robo. Cop. Cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but, it's uh, true. I mean, cops are put in, in training to where their whole idea is that they're going to have to deal with violent situations. Yeah, and like, then I don't call them. cops because I think that this person can be rationally spoken to. If that's what I thought, uh, I'm a rational human being I, and I can speak to someone and be like, hey, uh, that seems crazy, man. Stop doing that. I am friends you know. and regularly talk. Regularly, I cannot say that word. Are you about regularly? to say regularly talk, but you couldn't actually regularly talk? Yeah. <laughs> but regularly <laughs> talk to a, a dispatcher. And sure. a large majority of what people call cops over is bullshit. Of course. Yeah. 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 People being That's scared. Fine. People being like worried. Like there's a guy walking in my neighborhood. <laughs> my parents. Could you, could my parents call? did that. Could shit? You come over and like check him out. My parents called the cop on a black guy walking so, down like, their street so, one time. So, so, so now <laughs> I just want to like, let's take that scenario. There's yeah, just a guy yeah. walking down the street. Yeah. And like the cops going there, you know, dispatch like there's a, there's a suspicious, you know, male individual on in, African-American yeah, male. In this gated community. Yeah. Uh, he's jogging. A melanin mystery, if you will. <laughs> we should go investigate that. And like all this cop's training when he's shooting his targets, they're black. When yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime. It's a moonlight melanin mystery. <laughs> the, the, the night watch is chasing this guy down. Uh, he's in a hoodie. Yeah, of course. I, uh, yeah. 
you know, all of the sides are there. Yeah. The uh, guy, the cop's name is George. <laughs> His last name starts with a Z, but I'm not going to say the rest of it, you know? <laughs> but, you know, uh, he Zendaya. doesn't know what to think. Of course. I mean, it, I mean, the black guy, obviously, the one that he knows out of We've this is... We've only trained him to go kill that guy. And the black guy is looking out of there like, man, I really shouldn't be around here. The cop, the cop. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I gotta get home. It sucks is the only clearly way I can get the to the gas is, station. Man, it's a good thing I have this, like... man shouldn't walk through nice, pristine, white <laughs> man, neighborhoods. I keep, I keep pointing my, my phone to people like it's a gun. That's a great yeah, idea. Yeah, God. <laughs> I... I uh, I mean, like, I scolded my parents almost immediately for that because, of course, I was like, look, dude, he's not doing anything. <laughs> he's, he's scaring you because you're not used to seeing that here. But that's 99% of what I think cops get called on is they people see a thing that they're not used to seeing and they're scared of the unknown. Yeah, there's something out of the usual happens. Something out of the usual like, happens. I think hey, that when check on like that. 85% of the training is like violence, 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 violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like it's it's all predicated on like and like all the media that you see for cops is like they're getting into shootouts they're solving like high yeah bad boys bad boys terrorism yeah they're fucking gangers drugs and all that kind of wild shit that's happening most of it's just waiting around and talking to dysfunctional exactly so like these cops are on a hair trigger I'm just saying like you gotta calm them down have you watched Canadian cops and I'm going somewhere with this no all right, so me and Kira watched a, a few episodes of Cops because you like Cops. You were watching Cops downstairs like a yeah, couple years cops. ago. You were like, yeah, I love I love the show Cops. I still love the show Cops. Yeah, so me and Kira got came upstairs, and Kira was watching Canadian Cops. And the difference between American and Canadian Cops is astounding. <laughs> like, Canadian Cops are just so much more... Like, you can tell their training is different. Like, they get serious when shit needs to get serious, but other than that, they just seem like the most chill fucking individuals. They're just talking to a drunk dude. They're like, look, man, I'm the police. You can either listen to me or not, and we can make this violent if I've you want to. I've seen them take drunk people home. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's Canadian cops. I think what you're getting at and what you're right on in this is that American police training is must be predicated on some idea that it must have been really violent in the 90s and 80s. This is a war cops. between us and them. It must be the war on drugs. No, no, no. I've known cops in America who've just taken the local drunk home before. Of course, yes. Random homeless person or whatever. It's like, oh, it's him again. He's not really going to do anything. I'll just go so tell him to So our media is really fucked up. And maybe the training. Both. The training I still is think the, the biggest tra- yeah. issue. There are definitely corrupt cops out there, and the media can't portray anything without oh. just being an outrageous moral hurricane. Grandstand. Now, like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think every little thing is horrible. Like, there's a lot of cases where, like, a shooting does happen, mm-hmm. and I'll watch the video. I'm like, nah, that was justified. Yeah, dude, did you see that, like, I, and I hate to say it this way because this is all the only facts I know about this. Shooting in Texas that happened at, like, a mall, and this black cop was just at the mall just happened to be like shopping or something and he hears a shootout happen shit gets serious he's like he's just like hanging out his they've they've got like the footage of him he's just like helping some dude like with like a parking thing and it's not even like giving him a ticket he's just like hey where can i park he's like yeah you can park like over there and then he just hears pop 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 he's like all right dude you need to get the fuck out of here right now forget your parking shit leave drive drive yeah Yeah, he gets on his radio says he's got an active shooter gets to his car gets the ar fucking out runs like i don't like a mile and a half 
like sprinting with the AR, like f- fucking space marine. What a champ. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then gets there, sees the guy, tells the guy to put it down. Guy points the gun at him, he puts him down immediately, and he saved like countless lives. Yeah. What a champ. See, that training worked out. That's, I mean, that. Yeah, and I, yeah. And I don't disagree that that shouldn't be part of it. I'm just saying, like, that's not most of it. Is that You're saying what it he, should just be the National Guard. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, and we, but we, is we, that what he was trained well, for? Yes. Is that what the training is? Are they trained for active shooters, and that's what they're scared of constantly? Is active shooting becoming such a problem that cops are trained on the predication that they are going to be dealing with active shooters regularly? For modern police officers? Yes. yes. It, they, that not, must be terrifying. Well, I gotta say, if I, not like, and uh, I think it has that combined with where high, like, and I don't necessarily think that hiring veterans as, to be cops is a bad thing, but I do think it's a problem when we don't provide our veterans any fucking support. So when we no per, mental health services, yes. Yeah, so sure. when we hire when we hire veterans and a lot of them have PTSD and it's known that the war in the Middle East caused a lot of PTSD. They are like in these... war causes PTSD. And the, think, uh, the war, the war, war on tezor- terrorism is famous for the causing PTSD. Did you say tezorism? Yeah, tezorism. Patrick, well, look up tezorism. Put up nope. the definition the, of tezorism. The war of terror is famous for uh, existing at the same for time when we were PTSD. Uh, when we were analyzing what PTSD is. If you want the war that was famous, oh my God. most famous for PTSD, I'd say that would be World War One. Yeah, but we called it shell shock at the yeah, time. Yeah, we didn't we even did. believe in yeah. it then. Yeah, we. So it's not. It was like a World new War idea. One is famous for trenches. Well, that's what I'm saying is PTSD has always been there. It's just yeah, but we when you think of the war and terror, it. I'm sure it was way worse in World War One than it was during the fucking piddly ass Iraq War. Yeah, probably. Look, you know, Vietnam too. Nitpick something. We lost else more now. people the in point. a day during World War One than we lost during the entire war in Iraq. Yes, but it's not known for PTSD. It's known for trench warfare. He's saying he doesn't know if it's... They just didn't know what PTSD was. That's not even what we're talking about. Mm. You're changing the entire subject. No, he's saying he doesn't know if it's a legitimate thing to say that the war was known for causing PTSD when we know PTSD is another thing previously. That is legitimately what the war on terror is famous for. It's famous. for the soldiers who came back came back because they survived were riddled with PTSD. It's famous... Because we were able to diagnose them. Yeah, if mental I agree health with Eric. wasn't where it was, then we wouldn't look at, at it any different from we would any of the previous wars. Okay. In fact, we probably look but, at it as a big diet war where everyone was mostly but, fine. But here's the thing: it wasn't back then, so the war back then couldn't be famous for that. Yeah, Vietnam was famous for like fucking PTSD. I mean, we have Rambo as like mm. the movie about He's like PTSD. The poster boy for yeah, PTSD. exactly for war PTSD. I guess. We just didn't have mm. the word for it. I guess it that's yet. fair. Yeah, like the the, Out the of thing all you're talking about is a is a very famous subject in war in general. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying you're what, saying a lot of for, people came back it. from we Iraq with PTSD. You to hell yeah, that's back. all Go you, back to your that's point. Need, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to understand. So PTSD. Is that a lot of soldiers came back soldiers with PTSD. Had. We finally we're realized hiring soldiers them were as cops. It. People get shot at, or they think people are getting shot at, or whatever. They freak the fuck out and shoot people. Okay, I'm that's an overgeneralization of PTSD. No, there's plenty people, of stories where people are like, I blacked out, and the next thing I know, I had my hand around his throat. And, uh, yeah, and there's a plenty of people him. who never went to the military who have that same fucking story where they black out and do that. And PTSD, there's millions of sufferers of PTSD who are not violent sociopaths at the crack of a firework. I'm not saying every PTSD sufferer grabs a gun 
I'm saying I'm saying that a uh, I'm saying that people who gravitate towards police work might suffer a lot more from that. Yes, because that kind of work causes PTSD. And what I'm trying to say is maybe we shouldn't hire or at least not support people who are suited to do that kind of job. People who are going to su- who are going to be in a job where they could get their PTSD triggered very easily. The PTSD thing that, comes from the job, and well, get, and from before it too. If they yes. if they were in the military the, before the and then they become police that, officers, that makes you a good police officer could potentially give you PTSD. And there are a lot of people who get PTSD and then continue to be good police or soldiers. Sure, absolutely. Most I think of Will's them do. best argument here is that as the United States, we do a terrible job providing mental health services to people who need it that's what i'm trying to say it's something yeah. that just needs to be monitored more you're making it sound more like every soldier who comes back with ptsd is that's gonna not what i'm trying to shit. say no he's not no, saying but the that the framing just, of it comes out that way i don't think it does no, i think man, you're, that's not i think what you're, you're I, I think you're projecting a lot of things you've heard other people say onto what i'm trying to say yeah the, his main point at the beginning was we don't give people who came back from iraq mental health like anything services that they deserve sure. for sure. what they did. And I think that Absolutely. being Those in the job cops that, where, that where a lot of their training is you're going to be shot. You're yeah. going to be in the most dangerous situations. You're going to be in a high stress high thing situation or whatever dealing with terrorism, dealing with bomb threats, dealing with drugs, gangs and whatever and whatever. So yeah, veterans make good so they do. cops. Yes, I'm but not they saying need that they're help. not. I'm saying that they're in a situation where they're already, if they already have PTSD, they're in a job where it can be triggered much easier. So you're going to have a lot more situations where people freak out and make mistakes because they don't have the help that we should they don't be have giving the them. Help. Okay. We so need to. The only answer to that question is very simple. Then we just need more mental health benefits for military and police. Goddamn, absolutely. At the end of the day, uh, PTSD is going to come with police work the same way getting shot. Yeah, comes with police and military. Or sure. getting, or having your dad throw uh, a tear gas grenade at you. Right. Which you are neither in the police nor right, the military. Right, right, so. guys. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. okay. Yeah. If you've had yeah. a, yeah. Uh, yes. if, if that's what you think uh, means <coughs> yeah. that you didn't have a horrific childhood, then I think that you should continue to believe that. Yeah, absolutely. I think at, at this point, that's probably the only you know what way I, to move through this. What I didn't think was going to come of this conversation was <laughs> it sounds like all of us, like, oh, though we all think the guy obviously did something wrong by unloading his firearm to the back of his own car, mm. we all have sympathy for him. Like, in some capacity, we have this idea in our head that there's a very real possibility he was traumatized and that something happened to him and he had a mental break. And And perhaps if we had the mental health services that would be needed to provide that man with what he needs to not do that, then this wouldn't have happened. I would say that that man should be barred from uh, having a job that involves holding a gun. Probably. Forever. Probably. But would like, he be I, now? Here's another thing: I am not saying that he should not be allowed to own guns. But would he be barred for personally. that job if we had given him the mental health services that he needed? If he had the mental health services that he needed, that situation might have never happened. Then he wouldn't have to be barred from that job. He might have been diagnosed and then barred for that job because Beforehand. he had been <laughs> yeah, diagnosed he for might, it. He might have been. Which, uh, which, uh, it would have been a here's, safer here's what situation. Here. And then you take somebody who's been living that lifestyle for that long and been doing it, and then you tell them, like, okay, don't worry, we can cure you. You just can't do any of the things that you've trained for or like doing for the last 
15 years of your life. Good job out there. Go into the employee world and have a good time. And why are you reaching for your gun? Oh, no, no, stop. In my head, I, I was Another just, one. Dang so, it. So I what, tell them their entire life is worthless and that they should completely restart at the age of 35 after being in the military forever. And for some reason, they just kill themselves every time. Speaking of, mm. if, like, if if this yeah, happened like a few a months ago, right? Problem. Like back in November or something like that. Uh, in so like they're just now releasing all the footage and stuff. Uh, if this like happened to you and like you just ha- became a national embarrassment, would you just kill yourself? Mm. I don't believe in suicide, so no. Yes, definitely, <laughs> yeah. and I'd probably take everybody else with me. I'd really I'd, consider yeah. it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Like I'm just like God damn! Everybody knows I'd fucked right. Like I got freaked out over an acorn. Like uh, I bitched out on an acorn. I might make the rest. Uh. I try to monopolize on my acorn scare and sell scary acorn t-shirts. <laughs> uh, hey everybody! I'm scared acorn guy. I'm scary the acorn. I dress up as an acorn and go outside my house. You just start shooting the air. <laughs> I'd go out to the Walmart dressed as an acorn hey, and start kids. shooting everybody shopping. How's everybody doing today? I'm scary the acorn. <laughs> oh, what the fuck was that? What was that? <laughs> what the fuck? Would it be funnier for him to be scary or shooting the acorn? I'm sorry. That, that, was, a, that was a shopping uh, cart, boys oh, you know and girls. Be? Just a little buggy hitting a car. Somebody let go of it too early, but that's okay. God let go of them too early today. <laughs> And that's my bad. <laughs> you should find like a uh, a suicidal partner and like have them dress up as a a crazy squirrel that chases you around. <laughs> Just get a new suicidal partner every episode. And at the end of the episode, he finally catches up to you ep- and you go, ah! and then like kill him. There's only going to be one episode, Eric. There's suicide. There's There's suicide. 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 It's, gonna be it's a suicide. It's a suicide thing. Yeah, they kill themselves at the end of the episode. I mean, it's a, season one, episode one. <laughs> We're hoping this is going to go for a long time. Well, no, he has to like paranoidly kill uh, all of the other like guest stars for a long time because he falsely thinks he's under attack. Um, it's just a snuff film about uh, like it's just, it's it's like three hours long, cut up into like. Five, six episodes of him them killing <laughs> random shoppers and eventually they kill themselves. Here's Sassy the squirrel <laughs> shopper going down the <laughs> car. <laughs> Bang! Uh oh, that wheel just hit that little corner. Weird. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, just the slightest thing always sets him off, and he sh- the whole joke of the whole show is small things set him off, and he shoots he civilians. murders civilians. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, that's Someone drops good. a jar of pickles oh like at the grocery store. You see him turn around with like an AR and just light up the whole aisle. Terrorist! He throws a fucking grenade. <laughs> His armaments just get more extreme as the show the loud, goes on. The louder the incident. Yep. The last bit is him just launching all the nukes for some <laughs> minor altercation. Uh, no, that's when like the store mm. like employees like sir yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah uh well this has been the anything cast folks i'm patrick i'm eric i'm will all right there we go thank there you will go. thank you very much that was very nice of you you didn't have to do that but you did and i appreciate it thank that's you great. thank you that's great i love you <laughs>